Welcome to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast. I'm your host, Andrew Cluley, Director of Communications here at the Ann Arbor Public Schools. I'm joined, as always, with our superintendent, Dr. Swift. Thanks for being here. It's great to be here, Andrew. Thank you. And we've got a pair of teachers with us here today as well. Wyland Kirkland, he's a health, wellness, and uh, physical fitness teacher at Pioneer. Thanks for being here, Wyland. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to be here. And we're also joined uh, by Emma Packard. She's a second grade teacher at Eberwhite. Thanks for being here, Emma. Yeah, thank you for having me. We've got uh, Emma and Wyland here in particular because uh, Dr. Swift and I met them back in August on uh, the new teacher orientation day, or teachers that are new to the district. And they both are among the cohort of proud Ann Arbor Public Schools alum that are also teaching. So we thought it'd be a good time to bring them in and, and have a little chat with them. You know, Andrew, it's so exciting. We hear so much in the media about our pipeline of teachers and young people preparing for the teaching profession. Um, and I can't think of a more inspiring topic for our podcast than to have what I'm feeling like is the best pipeline of teachers in the world in our public schools, grads who've chosen uh, to answer the call uh, to change the world by impacting the lives of students. So I'm so delighted to welcome Wyland and Emma today, and one at elementary and one at secondary. So we're covering all our bases today. That's right. I'm wondering maybe if you could first both just share a little bit about your background, what schools you went to in the Ann Arbor Public Schools and, and, and that type of thing. So we'll start with you, Wyland. So I went to Ann Arbor uh, Pioneer High School. Um, I'm originally from Illinois, Danville, Illinois, and uh, we relocated in Ann Arbor summer of 95. And that's when I enrolled in Ann Arbor Pioneer High School. And, and what do you remember about your experience as a student there? There's a lot to remember, um, you know, walking to the football field and um, signing up for football, uh, meeting, you know, new uh, new people. And those people became, you know, friends to this day. Um, powerlifting, uh, lunch, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, the school being so big and, you know, not always staying in class. Um, those are some of the things that that I remember. I remember homecoming um, my senior year, uh, getting the party started. Um, I remember I, I remember some of the, the high school uh, ID pictures. Um, those are some of the things that, that, that I remember when I think about um, uh, Ann Arbor Pioneer. And then what about you, Emma? What schools did you go to in Ann Arbor, uh, and what do you remember from, from growing up here? Um, so I started in Ann Arbor Public Schools at Ba Elementary, and then I went to Slauson Middle School, and then I finished up at Ann Arbor Pioneer also. Um, and what I remember, something that I especially remember from my middle and high school was I was always being taught by and seeing around my parents who also happened to be teachers in the Ann Arbor Public Schools. So always feeling really like I had a supportive cast of adults around me at school and people I could go to. I, more, more often than not, than not, not my parents, just because sometimes it's easier to go to a different adult. Um, and then also like 
I remember trips like, oh, in the Chicago trip or Quebec trip in, at Slauson um, and kind of making those memories outside of the actual school day, um, but those kind of experiences. Um, and then at Ann Arbor Pioneer, I was super involved in athletics um, and that really helped me kind of like hone my leadership skills. Um, but even since I had parents who were teachers in Ann Arbor Public Schools, I never thought I wanted to be a teacher until my junior and senior years at Pioneer. I got involved in the disability awareness, peer connections, and then trailblazers programs, um, which got me involved working with students with disabilities and also an elementary school student. Um, and that kind of like flipped it for me and made me be like, oh, wait, education is something that I've always been around and that I am passionate about and that I actually would like to look at as a career maybe. It's wonderful. You know, those programs and Wylan, you were referencing also sports, you know, athletic endeavors, those programs perpetuate uh, because you get to be in contact with teachers and, and then you can feel the call also. Um, so I'm so glad that, that you're with us and I'm glad that you didn't spend half your life uh, trying not to be a teacher <laughs> because so many times we get mid-career folks who say, you know, I should have answered the call earlier. So thank you both. And I know, Wylan, you're 13 years now, right, mm -hmm. in the classroom? Yep. And then Emma uh, starting this fall. So you're both in, mm -hmm. in great positions there. Um, thank you for answering the call to uh, impact the lives of children. It's a very big deal. Yeah, Wyatt, one what did make you decide to, to become a teacher? Did you did you have that uh, thoughts in mind when you were in high school, or is that come a little bit later? So I think it it, it came from being in in high school. Um, so once I graduated, um, I started off at Wayne State, and um, I thought I was getting into computers. And one of the reasons why I thought I was getting into computers is because of the computer. Uh, classes that were offered at Pioneer from keyboarding to, I want to say coding, uh, accounting. Um, I remember Miss Kimball. Uh, she was one of the teachers in that department. So I thought I wanted to get into computers. Um, so I took a couple classes at Wayne State that, that focused on that. And um, I found out it wasn't my thing. I did pretty good. I, I got A's in those classes, but I had to think back like, what did I really enjoy when I was in high school? And one of the things I enjoyed was Coach Fear. Um, he was my personal fitness uh, instructor. Uh, he, he helped me out with my growth and development. Um, and once I thought about it, I'm like, you know what? I had fun. That's where I had the most fun, like hands-on individual sports with Mr. Rodriguez, um, team sports with Coach Fear. Um personal fitness with Coach Fear, like, uh, those classes I, I wasn't missing. Um, I know I alluded earlier, like, I missed some classes here and there <laughs> my freshman year, but, like, my, my phys ed classes I didn't miss. So I think it was maybe four semesters out, out of high school. I thought, like, you know what, I had the most fun, you know, you know when I was in, in, in the PE classroom. Um, it was it was a it was a little different because I thought you know once I get into the field like I'm gonna I'm gonna have fun like I did back then you know what I mean just, just switching different hats I'm not a student anymore I have to come up with ideas to you know create the fun but um, like I wouldn't I wouldn't change that profession for anything. 
Emma, what about you in terms of, you know, obviously there's, there's been a lot of attacks on the education field in recent years. Had you, as you're going through college, while those were going on, were you having any second thoughts about, about staying in education? So I, I feel like coming from a household and like a greater family of people who work in the education field, I feel like I kind of grew up hearing a lot of those things, which is initially why I was like, yeah, I'll never be a teacher. That, like, that's not for me. Um, but then in high school, it's funny, you mentioned Mr. Rodriguez. He was the teacher at Pioneer who got me involved first with this, the disability awareness class. So doing gym with some students at Pioneer who have disabilities. Um, and that kind of like changed my whole perspective. And kind of from that point on, even though obviously more and more like it's coming out like, oh, more demands on teachers, like lots of negativity in the media. But like since then, I haven't really looked back. Um, or I've considered, like, I didn't initially go into undergrad as an education major. Um, I was trying something else, um, but I kept coming back to, well, what I was really enjoying was my one class where we were working with elementary school students, or, oh, my one class that I am really liking, we're talking about education policy. So even as I was trying other things and trying, almost trying to find something else that I would like to do besides teaching, um, because of how difficult of a profession it is, um, as I was doing that, I was just more and more realizing, like, nope, I want to be in the classroom. Um, I This is what I want to get my degree in. I want to be working with students in a school setting. Um, so kind of, like, as more and more, like, there's more negativity in the media about teachers over the past few years, I feel like I've just been like, yep, but that's like, what I want to do, and that's what I'm going to do. So, yeah. You know what's so remarkable about both your stories, and thank you for sharing them today, but I, I – I hear this all the time with teachers is teachers can point to a single teacher or two or three teachers who left that mark on them. And I bet you've already thought about a generation of teachers who will follow you and see the light and really follow that path because of the impact you made on them. So um, I hope that you're inspired by that. And I am. I'm inspired to see it in you, and I know that there are second graders in your classroom, Emma, and there are high school students in your classroom, Wylan, for whom you make all the difference every day, and they want to be you. Um, and so isn't that what we're here for, you know? Definitely. So what then made uh, the decision to come Back to Ann Arbor Public Schools in particular, though, because obviously you can be a teacher yeah. almost yeah. anywhere. Yeah. You guys both made a conscious choice to come back to AAPS. What led to that choice? So I decided to come back to AAPS because although I left for college, I went to college out on the East Coast and I really enjoyed it. I felt like it was really nice for me to kindly, kind of finally have my own space. Um, I did really want to come back and work in or around the community of that I knew so many people in or that I know, okay, this teacher was an amazing force in my life. Um, I like Even just being around that energy or knowing that teachers that I have, although they are starting to leave because I'm getting older, um, <laughs> but knowing they're like right up the street and like when they see me, they get so excited equally, if not more excited as I am when I see them. So just kind of like knowing that I would have that kind of community if I came back here um, was awesome. And also just like knowing that I was a kid who 
was had really inspiring educators in AAPS and who really helped me out when I really needed it and supported me even when that was going above and beyond. Um, so kind of knowing I had gotten that here and knowing that I have little cousins in this district or I have other kids I know from like teaching them at camp, like being an adult like that for even like one of them would just like was such a powerful incentive to come back. And what about you, Wyland? I know you taught uh, in at least one other district for, for quite a few years. What led to your decision to come back to Ann Arbor? To be quite honest, um, when I graduated from Wayne State in 2007, my application was on file with Ann Arbor schools from like 2008. Oh, wow. Um, and I didn't, my first interview was in 2018. So um, I had like like four interviews. Um up until they actually said yes. So, like, Ann Arbor schools, it was always, you know, the the things that I've experienced, like, in college, um, or the things before I went to college, the things that I was experiencing in high school, like, I wanted to bring, I wanted to take those events and apply them to, you know, when I went to college, and then after leaving college, you know, you know coming back home. So it was always... Uh, a dream of mine to be, um, you know, back where I'm at. And um, everything happens for a reason. Yes. Everything happens for a reason. And let's say I would have got into Foresight, like I would have been trying to get to Ann Arbor Pioneer. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I would have got in, like I would have been trying to transfer <laughs> to get to Ann Arbor uh, Pioneer High School. Yeah. So, you know, this was uh, a check mark on my bucket list. I've always looked, you know, other places. Like I – you know, while I was waiting, yeah. like, um, I was looking into, you know, the state of Georgia, you know what I mean? And, um, you know, I, I've been out in the uh, Detroit area, and I actually, once I uh, graduated from Wayne State, I, you know, I did a year back in um, central Illinois, Champaign-Urbana area, um, you know, the area that I'm from. Um, but it was, again... It was always, you know, trying to get back into um, Ann Arbor uh, public school some way, somehow. Like, you know, that's my story. And it's definitely it's definitely a dream. It felt like uh, Ann Arbor public schools is like Fort Knox at one point in time. <laughs> <laughs> I could well, not get in. <laughs> well, Wyland, I just want to share, uh, we're so grateful for your perseverance mm-hmm. and so delighted that you're here now with us. Um, thank you for hanging in there. Me too, yeah. <laughs> so uh, you're now about four months almost into the, your first year teaching here in, in Ann Arbor. We're almost to winter break. Um, what are your thoughts on how the year's gone so far, and what are you looking forward to for the rest of the year? Um, so I've been really happy about how the year is going. I have an awesome group of students and families um, and who are who – are, who have been really supportive of me, knowing I'm a first-year teacher, offering a lot of support, but also very much entrusting me with their students, as any caregiver does. Um, Every day their child goes to school. Um, And also I've been extremely lucky to have like such an amazing group of coworkers at Eberwhite, whether it's administration who are like so supportive and validating of everything that like a first year teacher is feeling. Um, My mentor teacher is amazing. 
like I didn't think I would be so comfortable collaborating with someone, but he makes it really, really easy. Um, and then I'm also really lucky to have two other first year teachers at Eberway. So it's really, it's just really nice to know that I have people like mentors who can like help me see where I'm going to be, but also people who are in the exact same spot as me. Um, and we have our little, we have weekly dinners to catch up and be like, how's it going? And also just kind of remind ourselves we're doing a good job. Like things are always going to be crazy. There's always going to be 10 more things to do, but like appreciate where we're at. Um, so that's been what, it's been awesome. Um, I look forward to going to work every day, which I know a lot of people don't. So I'm very lucky that that is the case for me. Um, and yeah, I'm excited for the rest of the year with my students and my coworkers. Well, so far, so far it's, it's been challenging, but it's been a it's been a good challenge. Um, like I said earlier, it's like a it's, it's a productive struggle. Um, it's busy, um, and you know where I'm coming, where I where I came from. Like it was just myself. Like I came up with with everything. Um, like as far as like designing the curriculum, uh, and then going to NR Pioneer, like they, it's already set up, like the the whole district, you know, the PE department, you know, they're on point. So uh, coming into that situation, like everything, like the, bl the blueprint is already laid, the foundation is already laid. Um, so that helps, that helps out a lot. Uh, like like it's been said, you know, my, the, the, my coworkers, the, the ones that I see on a daily, have you know they've done the utmost to you know make the transition um successful and you know just trying to make the the work as easy as possible you know what i mean yeah. and i you know like i'm telling them i want i want i want to make sure i'm not like you know the weakest link and they're like nah you're not the weakest link but i just want to make sure i'm carrying my weight um and i want to you know get better at carrying my weight because, uh, like, I'm really in it for the long haul. I see walking 19 years down, <laughs> getting <laughs> up out of here. <laughs> yeah. That's great, you guys. Um, I can tell you that your students are very fortunate to have you in their corner. And thank you for choosing the Ann Arbor Public Schools and for choosing our children. They deserve our best, and lives like yours and careers like yours inspire all of us uh, about what matters most in our community, and that's making a difference, uh, changing the world by impacting the lives of children positively. So thank you for that. And I know you don't always get that gratitude every day, but just know uh, you are doing the very best work, and we're so grateful. I can't wait to be by to see you in your classrooms. Yes. Anytime. <laughs> okay. That's great. We certainly have some good news in this, this whole segment uh, today. Um, but it's now time to talk about our good news segment on the A2 <laughs> Schools podcast. It's all good news today, um, Mr. Clue. It, it is all good news. <laughs> uh, but I, I do want to make sure we get this shout out. Um, the Actor Studio at Pathways is presenting a play uh, this weekend uh, on December 9th and 10th. And it's really exciting because this play is written by a pair of APS graduates, uh, Shane Collins and Cameron Graham, as well as 
current Pathways students came together and, and wrote A Mind on the Tip of a Cloud. Um, and it's going to be uh, presented, as I said, uh, Friday, December 9th at 7 o'clock and Saturday, December 10th, also at 7 o'clock. Really excited to, to see, you know, this, this um, the, the Actors Studio Pathways. They, they just really kind of got started about a year ago, a little yeah. over. Yeah. And so this is exciting to see that they're making this jump. I just can't wait. You know, Andrew Quinn Strassel, who is there uh, as their teacher uh, leader, director, whatever name we put with Quinn. There are many uh, great adjectives that suit him. He's just really built uh, this actor studio. It's about students uh, lifting their voices and this actor studio being a way for students to share their voices and share their perspective. So I can't wait to see this production. Um, it's really the first one that Pathways has done in person, I believe. Uh, last spring, it was a, a video production, right? Yeah, yeah last year's, uh, last spring was a, a video production. So I believe this is their first yeah. in-person production. Uh, it'll be at Pathways High School. So that's a really exciting thing to see. It really is. I can't wait. And uh, I'll be tweeting out from over there this weekend. So very good. Well, I just would really, really like to thank uh, Waylon uh, Kirkland and Emma Packard for joining us. Thank you, Emma. Yes, anytime. It was great to be here. And and thank you, Wylan. I'm glad to be here. Thank you. And as always, uh, thank you very much for joining us, Dr. Swift. Thank you, Andrew, and thanks, uh, Emma and Wyland. We're just so happy to have had you with us today. And I hope you'll send along a little photo of your class or of you you in your classroom. We'd love to feature your photos and, and tweet that out as well. So it's great fun. And thank you for listening to this week's edition of the A2 Schools podcast. As always, if you have any questions about the Ann Arbor Public Schools, the first place to look is our website, a2schools.org. If you have a specific idea for a topic that you'd like to have us discuss on the A2 Schools podcast, don't hesitate to email communications at a2schools.org. As always, thank you very much for listening to this week's edition.